Philly Sportscast with your hosts, Derek. Dave. I need money. Whoa, we don't like to play taps, but we have to do it. We're getting used to it. You're getting used to it, yes. Um, Billy King last week, the Eagles, <laughs> without a doubt, last week as well. When you lose like that to Eli Manning, who's bad, regardless of our betting money, he's still bad. That's all good. But he'll still be around. Sure. He's winning games. That means the season's over, fellas. Yes, it is. Oh, it's over. Did you feel that way when Brett Favre was playing against them on week one and they the Packers eked it out? Look at the Packers. They got ten wins. Yeah. You know what? Week one, everyone was like, ah, oh, they didn't have a kick return or they didn't have a punt return or what, what's Andy Reid doing? they had that, they would have won the game. All right. But then they it came Reno Mahe. I don't want to talk about the Eagles right now because they're the third – Biggest story of the Philly sports. What are we going to do? Scene. The good, the bad, and then the ugly, or something? Oh, that sounds good. Go. I like go. that. I like good, that. Good, bad, and ugly. So good. What's the only good we had so far it has to be the Flyboys. Mike Richards. Breaking news. <laughs> so it's a twelve-year deal. Twelve years. Holy I guess you do shit. sign. You sign twenty-two-year-olds to twelve-year deals. Sure. Sixty-nine million dollars. Million. Dave, how do you feel about it? I'm blown resident? away by that. That's amazing. I didn't think he deserved that kind of money yet. But they love his leadership ability. They want to make him captain. They want him to be Mr. Flyer. Ooh. Taking Clarky's spot. You know what? Is someone worth that much money? Certain players are. Is Mike Richards? I, I Remains to be seen. Yes. That's a huge contract. Well, how do these contracts play out in the NHL? Can you pay him a big signing bonus and then... After three or four years from now, cut him? Or is I'm not it, sure it's about It's not guaranteed, yeah. is it? Like oh, I'm sure it's not guaranteed. Yeah. I'm sure you can trade him. There's got to be something to cut him and all that. But I don't know if the signing bonus is prorated over the 12 years then. Mm-hmm. But they do have a salary cap that's very limited, $43 million or something like that for all their players. So maybe they can do that. I'm not sure. I know that's more football when they do that. They'll sign him for eight years and prorate it over that eight years. But – this isn't the first big contract. Last year, Garth Snow signed someone to 10 years. I think it was at uh, the Petro or something like that. Right on. We were talking about that. Yeah, we thought the goalie wouldn't hit too much brain damage yeah. over there in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, New York. I'm sorry, uh, New yeah. York. Oh, Islanders, right? Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But, uh, hey, Holmgren's not really doing anything bad yet. I can't say anything. Let's see this work out. Maybe in 12 years we'll say it was the worst thing they did. He will not be here in 12 It's not going to be – you're not going to say he's the worst thing they did. The guy's got <laughs> – Mad skills, you would agree with that, right? Yeah, dude, he's playing Four, awesome. five, six years, I can see. Twelve? What's the reasoning behind that? That I don't know. Like that's I don't know. I don't understand. I, don't, I can't grasp that either. It Why has to 12 be years? Some kind of prorated with the contract or with the signing bonus. And Some maybe with the salary cap as well. Maybe this is how we can allot the money right. for this to go down. Just to put this in perspective for people, the deal ends in the 2019-2020 season. I'll be 80 years old. E-Money will be 80 years old and have five kids. I already have five kids. I just don't know about them yet. <laughs> yeah. Does your wife know about them yet? <laughs> no. Oh. Don't let us know. Dave, a... bring me back. This is a great segue <laughs> into the weekly Flyers report. I want you to emphasize the Flyers-Penguins rivalry that is seriously budding. Well, that's, uh, this is the first time they won in five games at home, the Flyers. And the reason they won is because somebody was there. Nice, nice. ABC goes down in the game, and the Flyers kick some ass. Did you see all eight goals? Oh, yeah. Saw all eight goals. Saw all five fights. Good for you. It was a beautiful thing. Um, Last year, the Flyers lost to the Penguins eight times. Eight times, right. 8-0-0. This year, they're three 
0-0 so far. The Flyers beat them three times. 0-8-0. Oh, yeah. Well, the Penguins were 8-0-0. Okay, yeah. okay. But um, the Penguins coach was bitching that the Flyers had their number one power play out at the end. You know what? There's penalty, plenty of penalties. So you, you got to keep putting these players out. He was bitching about it. There was a quote in the Inquirer today that um, somebody said something about Danny Briere was a little embarrassed about going out there in, towards the end of the game because of... He probably a, didn't want to get beat up. Right. So Briere heard that quote and said... I don't know what you're talking about. I loved every minute of it, man. He's like, I'm a, this is the NHL. Yeah. Dude, you know what? He scored plenty of goals up in Buffalo last year, beating teams 9-2. Exactly. They beat the Flyers 9-2 or something like that last year. You know what? The Penguins beat the Flyers 8-0, 8-1 a couple times last year. Oh, yeah. We were at one game yeah. last year. I think it was 7-2. You know what? What comes around goes around. Absolutely. You play the game, just like we say about the Patriots, you're going to score. You're not going to take it easy. They had their players taking a run at all the Flyers. Didn't matter which Flyer it was. Jeff Carter, who is not a fighter, got in a nice fight. Actually handled himself pretty well. Okay. But, I mean, it started getting real chippy. Well, it's minute one. Yeah, I mean, 20 seconds into 20 it. 20 seconds in, right behind the goaltender. Jason Smith got in a little fight. But uh, that's, you know what? You're damned if you do, if you're damned if you don't for the Flyers. If they put Ben Eager in with five minutes left, with all the fighting that's going on, and he gets in a fight... Then they're going to say, they're trying to be the Broad Street bullies. They're trying to fight. They're trying to fight. No, we can't put it on our number one line because they're afraid we're going to score. Exactly. What do you, know you, what want, what do you yeah. want us to do? You're right. You're right. You're John Stevens did the right thing. You know what? We're going to keep scoring. You're going to take dumb penalties. You're going to make runs at us. You're going to break your stick over one of our players. We're putting our players out there. That's the only thing you can do unless we're going to come out and fight it up. And then, then people are going to bitch about the Flyers fighting. So I had no problem with him keep putting them guys out. So it looks... Like a Flyers blowout, it's two, gets to be two nothing early in the first period, and then the, the Penguins come back and make it two two. Two so, goals on the power play. So what are you thinking about the team then? Uh, I was all nervous at the end of the end of the first period. We were. I was talking with a friend out of one two, Dave Arnold. He came down to the game with me. I'm like, this is just going to be too tough of a game. You can't let the Penguins score two goals at the end of the period, and now you're going in dead even. You have Crosby, you have Malkin. You just expect the Penguins just to keep rolling. The Flyers didn't let that happen. So the Flyers shut them down by pure offense, though. Uh, pure offense, and then the Penguins at the end were taking a lot of dumb penalties. They took, I want to say, they had the Flyers had 11 power plays, or no, 13 power plays, I believe. There had to be eight in the third period. So the Penguins <laughs> were taking themselves out of the game. That's great. So Good. yeah, the fire the Flyers capitalized on it. Two hat tricks. Yeah, what are you gonna do? What what are you gonna do if 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 a team has a power play? You you know nothing right. you can do about that. Man advantage. That's what that's what are you gonna do, dude? You're gonna get zero sympathy from anybody in this basement. Right? No right. doubt. Yeah. I mean, we're we're struggling for a team to win anything. If you can win eight to two, do what, it. What's the final eight, eight two? Eight two. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, especially against. You know, especially against Pittsburgh because of what happened last year. I mean, you you know what? Take it to them. I mean, the coach isn't going to say that. But I'm sure that's going on in the locker room. Go, look, this team disgraced your squad last year. You didn't even beat them once. We got a chance to go 3-0 and against them. Let's do it, and let's pound it hard. I right. mean, that's, that's, that's the NHL. That's any professional sport. Dude, you know what? Six goals came from R.J. Umberger and Jeffrey Lupul. They're not, the, they're not Danny Breer. They're not exactly. Mike Canoeble. I honestly think Lupul was a little – Surprised he scored that second goal. I think was, he surprised by his first goal. <laughs> the first goal was funny. I don't know if you've ever, if you saw it, anybody listening, is he literally rushed the net and the, this 
puck found his stick and it went five hole. It was a terrific goal. But I don't know how much you think about that before it happens. It literally, it was almost like a ricochet off his. Although he was calling for the puck, right? That's what you do. That's what they tell you. Keep your stick on the ice. And when you're hot, like I mean, he has not been hot at all. That's we were even talking about that at the beginning. Me and the other guy were like, Loophole just hasn't really been doing anything. Six points. I mean, when the puck's bouncing the right way for you. Totally. You got to take the, advantage yeah, of it, The net's too. 20 feet wide now, and he's just putting it in. We've had this conversation before, though. It's it, The Flyers are hot. They're going to get cold. They're going to get hot again. They're going to well, get cold. Yeah, tonight, they're losing 4-1 with eight minutes left in the game. So how was, what was the team? Is the team sluggish? It didn't look like they were sluggish. It just... Poor cold ending. Not that. I can't even say what it is. It has to be something. Right. As a team, it's not like they're sluggish, but uh, I think they're they're expecting it to be just as easy as the game ended. I don't they gotta take one game at a time. You can't say, hey, we played well last game, we played crappy last game. They gotta go in and say, We need to play good. And I think they start expecting sometimes, oh hey, we can score six goals in a period. Let's just do that. We can you know, mm-hmm. Lupo will get a hat trick instead of just playing hard at the very beginning, saying, okay, this is what we need to do. Let's go out. Is it the coaching? Is it the players? I don't know. I'm going to go with the players. They're young, and they still expect, hey, any minute we can just break out of this and do something. Right on. All right, so staying with the good, bad, and ugly theme. Okay. Uh, let's talk about any money. for. No, I'm just... <laughs> we're not no, at the that, ugly that, yet. Wait, we're not the ugly yet. Yeah. I was going to save the ugly for you, Dave. Uh, okay. Um, the bad. Not that the uh. Phillies are a bad team, but it's bad that they're losing – potential impact players. Well, everything that's going on in MLB, too. Yeah. Woo-wee. Let's we'll talk about the Mitchell report real quick. We can put add our two cents to it. Is there anything that you One didn't, cent. Is there anything you didn't expect in this report? I mean, you knew Clemens was going to be involved because he's a monster, and he's he's 90 years old, and he's throwing right. 100 miles an hour. You knew that Tejada was going to be in there, and you knew Bonds was going to be in there. So there's no surprises. There's no absolutely no – Paul Bird, on, you know, gets busted on – it comes in and miss it on game seven of their ALCS series. Yep. You know, it's it's the nature of the beast. Totally and agree. I'll tell you right now, Bud Selig sat on every minute of it and knew about every single thing going on. Well, that's what I was going to say. That is the worst part of the whole deal is now that he's coming. Now Bud is he's up at the podium going, we're going to take some action. When Mitchell's saying – I don't want any of these people getting prosecuted at all from right. things that they've done in the past because this is in the past and you can't prosecute them for that. And you got Bud Seelig, Bud Seelig going, well, you know, we're going to have to do something now. Now, all of a sudden, it's being addressed when it should have been, you know, thrown underneath the carpet for he had, years. He had a tough season. I mean, it was post-strike, right? You got post-strike, 94, cancel the World Series. You do anything to get these fans to come back. Long ball. Now they're back. They're, but they're still going to be back. They're not ma- going anywhere but because no league, one's surprised. Hang on. Major League Baseball is making a mint. They are printing their own money with these incredible deals that they've made. Not only the popularity of the sport, but with MLB.com, which is, if anybody does a little bit of research on what the MLB.com powers, it's absolutely fascinating. What do you mean by that? What do you mean it powers? Like, here's a great example. The NCAA tournament – Every you know March Madness and everything like that, they stream all their stuff on the web. They don't have the infrastructure to do this. The only thing on pretty much on Earth that has the infrastructure to stream that kind of video live is MLB.com. So they use all of MLB's 
servers and um, coders and everything. They sub out all their stuff. Sub out all their stuff, and they make a kajillion dollars doing it. Oh, that's very great. nice. That's really nice. That's just one example. Right. Um, they really full, were forward-thinking. And you know what? I think the reason why they were so forward-thinking with MLB.com and soon to be their MLB channel is like – here's another example. The MLB – the NFL channel, I'm sure you guys heard about it. Is Comcast is not putting it on their on their regular <laughs> crash and burn, crash and burn. And um, there's a lot of reasons for that. I'm sure Comcast has let you know. One of them is the Sunday ticket. And if you're going to give DirecTV, Comcast's competitor, Sunday ticket, we're not going to give you anything by putting it on our regular tier. Anyway, um, MLB.com to avoid having that problem. Sold 49% of the company to Time Warner and Comcast. So they said, give them part of the company. We'll make our money up front, which is Comcast and Time Warner, I'm sure, paid a lot of money. I don't know what it is. And we don't have to worry about not being on the, on the sports tier. We're going to be on the regular tier because these two companies want to make their money back. How ingenious is that? That's good business. They learned their lesson that way with that deal, and they learned a lesson with MLB.com by putting as much money as it can because somebody was forward thinking because back in the day, back in the day, day, somebody approached the owners at MLB. And this was the early days of ESPN, which was like 88. Yeah. I think it was like 85. I thought, you know, and said, would you like to buy this company that was fledgling playable company? It's going to be called ESPN for $30 million. And the owner said, no, so, that was a huge mistake. Okay. So that's where we, I, and I, and that's what I'm thinking. So anyway, back to where we were. Where, where are we? Yeah, exactly. I'm MLB, really, we we now, went on a crazy Comcast. Now, the MLB, Major League Baseball, is making money hand over fist. It's not just baseball; it's streaming live and all this other fun stuff. So they don't have to worry about getting people to come to the park or watching these games because they got them now. The long ball got him there. Got him back. With the well, long ball. No, hang on. Now. Okay, keep going, buddy. Now, you don't have to worry about losing fans because now you can be righteous and prosecute. When before you couldn't. It's beyond a two-faced situation. It's the most hypocritical thing you could possibly put in front of a sports fan. And that's my two cents on that. Dude, I, th- I agree with you, though. I think it's, hey, let's get the fans back so we're going to do this. The players... Mark McGuire, he's wearing an Anjo hat. He has no problem saying, I'm taking this stuff. We're allowed to take it. Other people are taking different things. And MLB is not doing anything about it, saying, oh, you can't. They're not stopping anyone. Maybe they're giving a little twitch behind. Go ahead, do it. We won't say anything. Now they want to take it all away. But now this Mitchell report isn't going to jeopardize any of the MLB now. There's still going to be 80 million people at the stands next year. Yeah. It doesn't matter. There's not going to be any backlash at all on this. No, there won't be any backlash, but I think they have to now they have to say it's totally banned. You're going to have random testing. The union has to come on board and support it because the game is going to be criticized. I mean, Roger Clemens, who's obviously taking steroids now and it's been pretty much proven that he's had a positive test, the writers aren't they might not elect him as the first ball hall of famer. How ridiculous is that? Well, that's what happened. Well, I don't know. I mean, yeah, when I know. you're taking drugs, taking... I mean, what do you want to well, do? Well, that's what I'm trying to say, though, guys. He always seemed like the best pitcher there. Is it because of drugs? Is it because of his technique? But is he still a Hall of Famer? 
It was the sign of the times, right? There's a, is there asterisks? Oh, yeah, there's always asterisks. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's a debate for another time. Right. Maybe when we have n- really nothing to talk yeah, about. Come February. We don't have course. a full slate here. But, I, yeah. Well, when these all these people, all these, what, 72, 75 players that are implemented in this Mitchell report, they're always going to be scrutinized no matter what they're going to do. And I don't think any of them will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. They can't. It's almost like it, there's no, no writer will do it because of what's going on right now, because of that Mitchell report. So if you're on that report, you're gonna you're in a lot of trouble. You're not in a lot of trouble, of course, but you're gonna have that quote unquote asterisk. Right. We'll have to wait and see. I agree. We'll have to wait and see. Speaking of baseball, now let's move on to the Philly situation. Aaron Rowan gets oh, his five year deal. Wow. So you lose Aaron Rowan. Would you sign Aaron Rowan to five years? No, nope. no way. I wouldn't either. I mean, is then what are these people calling WIP saying the Phillies are not committed to winning? Are they committed to winning or are they not committed to winning? I mean, here's a question for you, all you idiots out there saying the Phillies aren't committed to winning by not giving Aaron Rowan five years. What are you going to do when he's three-year deal, three years from now, when he's not as productive as he was last year, which I don't necessarily think he's ever going to be again. You know what they're going to do? They're going to bitch. They're going to call WIP. Why did they sign him for five years? How could they give this guy a five-year deal? <laughs> He's never proven himself except he had one exceptional year. It's the Pat Burrell thing all over again. Right, That's what you'd hear you, three years from now. So give these guys some kind of break. I mean, Ruben Amaro, Pat Gillick, they know what they're doing. I mean, Sometimes. They, Sometimes. All right, I'll give you guys that. But you've got to give them some Dude, kind I'm of I'm giving credit. them props with this. They came in and said, we're going to give three years. Three years. And this offered is what we can do. Three. Yeah. And Tadito Gucci signs for one year to play in San Diego, but to play second base. To play his where base, the yeah. Phillies offered him two years guaranteed to play third. And he turned it down. Right. And then Ruben Amar said in the paper today, he left a lot of money on the table to play second base. Right. Yeah, but third and second are two different positions, I totally though. agree with you. They are two, two different Maybe positions. he was like, I won't be able to perform because if I'm going to do a two-year right, so deal— what? Two years, uh, two years after that, I'm not going to get picked up anywhere because now, who am I? So it's a what's my identity? So it's an honorable thing that he did. No, I don't think it's We're honorable. No, I think Phillies. he's looking for. He's looking at his career, going, I can't play third base. I know what I physically can and can't do, and a third base position is very hard to do. Even if you move from, if you move from a second base to a third base, you it's it's night and day. It is night and day. Corners are a different story. That's yeah. I think uh, with the Gucci, if he goes there and he does well and he plays all year long, he can get signed to a three-year deal now. Someone can pick him up as a. Now that's a good point. So that's what I think he's so trying he's to say. Exactly. Come. You say yeah. he's betting the come. Oh, of course. You I mean you have to, you're selling yourself. All you have is yourself, and you have to sell it somewhere. And that's going to sell it at third base. All right. If he's not a third baseman, how is he going to sell himself as a third? He's going to sell himself as a shitty third baseman. Now nobody's going to want And that's the problem that the Phillies are having now. Now they want a second baseman to go to third base? Yeah. What's going on? Different side of the field. Major, major problems here with this Phillies team. They're struggling to find a third baseman, and they know it. They need one. Especially if They try to put a second baseman there. Try to give him a two-year deal. I'm so glad he said no. Yeah, okay. Uh, well... So you're glad Rowan's not going to be back next year? Here's your. Starting. I didn't say I was glad that Rowan wasn't going to be back next year. Well, you're glad that the five Phillies... year deal didn't happen. Okay. You know what I mean? Like he's only thirty years old. I want to. So um... well, well, I'm I'm sorry. So the Phillies need, have a lot of problems right now. Yes. Well, here's your starting outfield: Pat Burrell, Shane Victorino, and Jason Worth. That is a problem to me. Yeah, total problem to me. 
They don't the problem is in my center field, though. Victorino is not my problem. I totally, I totally agree with you, Evan. Victorino is not your problem. And I will it's say worse, this. Man. Defensively, Victorino can cover just as much as Aaron Rowan could. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, totally. Offensively, you put speed at that spot. I mean, you, yeah, you lose Rowan's 29 home runs, but you're losing 29 home runs. It just changes up your, your lineup a little bit. It changes up your the speed and what you can do yeah, every game. It's, it's a different, different kind of lineup. It's a different team. I'm not worried about Victorino. I think Victorino is a star in the making. I honestly think he can play every day. Oh, I agree. 100%. I'm worried about third base and right field, though. Jason Worth. Well, every I think he, I like him, but not every day. Right now, what, would you have been happy with a, a Gucci at third? Definitely, you need D there. We need D. Need some defense. I mean, well, in that case, if you need D, you would sign. You would assign Nunez again, right? Yeah. But I guess you do need some O. But a Gucci hit some really nice clutch hits for you last year. I'm not saying he did. Every no. time he I'm came to the plate last year, you expected a hit, and he he pulled through a lot of times, and it was great. Yeah, I just don't know how he would have been at third. That's the only thing. You're going in Neither scary as him as your defensive. Because there was a couple times last season when people always said, well, maybe they should put him at third. But they never put him at third. The manager didn't. Manuel never did because. He they, said he was in a playoff run and he didn't want to take the chance of jeopardizing their their season last exactly, year. Exactly. But at the same time, you know, Manuel's mm-hmm. talking to Aguchi going, "What do you? how do you right. feel about playing third? No speak English. Exactly. He's, yeah. He's not – he doesn't want to play third. Yeah. He can't – he he absolutely cannot play it. And you know what? If you or he would have took the money. If you don't want to jeopardize the season last year, well, don't jeopardize it this year. Then don't make it into April. And they even said if he did sign, there's a chance he wasn't allowed to play until May or something like that. Yeah. Because he was an unrestricted free agent that they didn't offer or something. But, okay, if you use a whole month of April for him to play and he doesn't work out – now what do you do? Exactly. You're screwed. Yeah. Now you got him for a full year. You're going to have to try to trade him. You're not going to be able to get anyone in. Totally. So, yeah, and in that situation, the Giants have freed up so much money by not signing Barry Bonds yeah. that you're going to – you have this money to piss away. So that's where it's going. And Giants needed a center fielder. Aaron Rowan's a terrific center fielder. Oh, but I find it hard to believe in a market today – that Andrew Jones gets a two-year deal and Aaron Rowan gets a five-year deal. I mean, that scares They're me a lot. Nuts. Nuts. Especially in a Giants team that's not going to be going anywhere for a while. Uh, I agree with that, too. Let him, let him go out there, have fun, get paid. He got his paycheck. I mean, that, it's important to a player. Well, that's what I'm it's all about. I'm not going to deny anybody that money. So, later Gator, yo. Yeah, good luck. Later Gator. We'll see you in Philly. Yeah, miss you. At least he, he won't have to worry about will the get batteries. Will he get booed or che- cheered? Oh, definitely cheered. He'll get cheered, but when he comes to the bat, he should be booed. Just like every other player that comes up to bat. Yep. Oh, I agree with you. He'll get cheered in center field. Yeah, I, I would stand, yeah, I stand yeah, to go yeah. him. But when he goes up to bat, you give him the boo. Tommy got booed, man. I know, His second crazy. bat. So, Mr. Nice Guy. T.S. T.S. On to Dave's segment again, the ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Yeah, it was good as yours. That's what I'm saying. Mine was a good one. That's horrible. Eagles lose to the New York Giants. Okay, let's wrap it up. <laughs> good night, everybody. Merry Christmas. Dude, how bad was that game? Terrible. It was terrible. I didn't they get had to watch every the... single opportunity to, to win, win that, that game. game. That's the worst bit, is that they, that Dude, game. Start of the second half. Giants fumble. You get the ball on the eight-yard line, and you can't score can't a score. touchdown. I know. It's horrible. 
It's horrible. But that is the Eagles team this year. I mean, that's who they are. I was uh, standing over the house. I was just going to listen to the first half, go watch the second half. So I'm standing, and Merrill Reese is saying, this team is incredible the way they're running the ball. They're no huddle, and they're throwing different people in. And they, the Eagles march down, they score, and oh, my God, these guys are incredible. And I'm like, yes. I said, that's true. That hap- All that happened. I said, I can't wait to watch this game. Right. And then their second series, who knows what team came out. Yeah, what happened? I don't know. What was the difference? You got me by the I understand there were some offensive line differences, but... Know what it was? Andy Reid already has his first 20 plays scripted. They always say that. He has his... You know what? Now that he's going off the fly, he got all fucked up. He didn't know what to call, who to put in, what should I do. He should have just used the same 20 goddamn plays at the beginning. Well, the bottom line is they couldn't get in the end zone. They haven't been able to get in the end zone all year. The worst bit is it made the Giants look like they're superstars, and they're such a bad team. They're horrible. They're such a bad team, man. But How about shock dropping two? Dropping two. But that was all Eli Manning's fault because he, on that those corner routes in the left end zone? When it hits that hand, you better bring it in. Man. I know, but the second time, you got Eli going, my bad. Still. Because right, he himself. don't want Shocky to you know, rip him a new ass. So the Eagles can't win the game. And pretty much locked up a playoff spot for the Giants. Hey, the Giants are giving it to him. Giving it to him. Giving it to him. Giving it to him. And Akers has an opportunity to win it. Can't blame it on Akers. No, he does his best and he hits the, the, upright. the upright. And that was tough. It shouldn't have come to that. It should not have came right, to that. It should not have came to that. When he kicked it and it looked like it was going in, it was like, okay, they're getting his second life. Maybe they're going to do it in overtime. And then it hit that upright. And it was just like, fuck, the season's over. Over. And, over. The worst now, they flip to the fucking Cowboys game that they've been losing the whole time. And then 28-27, boom. Yeah. yeah I'm like, and it, just enough times to see Witten catch that ball. That was the worst. I'm like. I know. And Tony Romo running around with his little, like a little girl. I'm like, no, I just amazing. got kicked in the nuts. <laughs> now they're pissing on me. I can't even complain about, you, uh, about Tony Romo because he's unbelievable this year. So Peter King gets on um, ESPN this week. I saw him. He was a guest on ESPN. At Mike and Mike in the morning, and he says that Donovan McNabb will not be an Eagle next year. His bet is that he will be a Baltimore Raven. Oh, cool. not Minnesota, not Chicago, but Baltimore. Oh. Baltimore does desperately need of a they need of, a, of a quarterback, and they're desperate, desperate shape. I agree. Oh. But the point of that is that he's not going to be here next year, no matter what you've heard from Joe Banner or what you heard from. You're going to believe King over Joe Banner? No, I don't no. necessarily believe, but oh. I'm. I'm sure Peter King, who's might be the most respected NFL writer no on doubt, the planet. No Got to go, go outside looking in. Got to go outside looking in. Just say that to make right. banter. So there's a little truth in both. I agree. Right. I think. Oh, I agree 100 percent on that. So what do you? What would you like to have if he's not playing? Do you want him here? Or you don't want him here. Yes or no answer. Do you want to get the get the rebuilding shit started right now? Or I I, I don't. I would like to see him go. I would definitely like to see him go just because he's not uh, the quarterback. In this kind of offense, he can't do it anymore. He's not accurate. He's injury prone. He doesn't. He doesn't um, finish seasons. Um, maybe the NFC East is not his. Maybe he needs to go to another division that is is. You know, I don't know. But I, I, for I would if he left tomorrow, I would not be upset about it at all. I think it's time for a change. I think it's time for him to go somewhere for him to have a change for his career. Um, Don McNabb is. Was a great quarterback, is a great quarterback, but he's not 
living up to a potential on the NFC's Philadelphia Eagles team, it's time for him to go, and that's fine with me. I would not cry one bit. Dave? If he's going to leave, or not if he's going to leave, if he's going to be moved by the end of the year, I don't want to see him play in the next couple of games. Next three games, put Cobb in. If we're going to start rebuilding, see what you got. That's not going to happen, though. Right, but that's what I'm saying. If he finishes out, well, then play next year then, too. Bring him back. Let McNabb still play. He's going to be another year healthy. We'll see how healthy it stays. But if you're not going to be putting Cobb in now to start getting this rebuilding going so we can see what we need to draft as an Eagles organization, then they don't feel comfortable enough with Cobb. They're not well, you saying. see, that's the thing. That's a catch-22 that a lot of teams have because if you have your number one starter and he's, he's healthy and you think you're going to move him after the season, you can't just drop him now because there's too much drama involved. There's too much money involved. I would love to see that too, but you can't just sit down and nap. Yeah, you'd say he's still hurt. You can, yeah, you can twist it around. You can lie a little bit. Right. That's true. You can work the ankle action. Right. You can, yeah, you can do it that way. Or you way. can suspend him like they did T.O. and you say he's a cancer on he's our team. Key, yeah. But he's not, though. Well, he's something. No, the players he got love rid of, him, man. They got rid of T.O. because of him. <laughs> yeah. well, okay, that's a good segue to it's, it's it's Cowboys week, fellas. Oh right, yeah. I mean, you know what? I got. I guess but you see, the problem is that why I don't care is because the team doesn't care. The team cares. These guys don't want to lose games. These people aren't. They're not like the defense isn't. The defense got to get up because the offense ain't doing it. Besides Westbrook, come on now. The offense isn't doing it. But it, do you have like a, after the Giants lost? Is there a sense of relief? But hold on. That it's that you don't have to worry about. So it's it? all or nothing. You got nothing to lose, right? You no, just, but I just mean, win the Cowboys. Game. You don't. It doesn't matter to you if they win or lose because they're not going to playoffs anyway. Or do you want them to beat the Cowboys? Which I want them to beat the Cowboys. I want them to beat any NFC East team, no matter what the record. But is. But a loss doesn't mean shit to the Cowboys. They don't, they don't care. Yeah, but you, you see, I'm coming from when I was a kid when the Eagles were horrible for so long that all I wanted to do was watch them beat any NFC East team. There's kids now that only knew the Eagles and their winners. Yeah. I mean, I remember, we all remember how horrible the Eagles were. And what did we want them to do? All we wanted them to do was beat the Cowboys and the Giants it's funny, and the Redskins. It's funny. After last week's game. I mean, and the Cardinals. And, and the, the Cardinals. Cardinals. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. That was back in the day, boy. The St. Louis style. I mean, that, that was a huge rivalry. Mm-hmm. The, Eagles. It, the Eagles sucked. The Cardinals sucked. sucked. Yeah. Yep. But that's also, as you're saying, the defense has to step up. I think B Dog. Did you see that play against? Um, he Jones? he played an unbelievable game against the Giants. Game. He was everywhere. He was all over the field. Terrific. And how about that tackle around the neck by well, the goal a, line? That's when uh, he chased down Ruben Jones. He smacked at the ball, and then yep. he British bulldogged him. Grabbed he him totally did. Uh, I'm going to ask you another quick question before we go to predictions, though. How full circle has the, this whole To thing come? He's going to watch his Eagles team coming to Dallas, and he's going to say to him, "I am the Prince of Dallas now." I'm going to the playoffs, potential Super Bowl. Super Bowl. I have everything one. I wanted, and I because I acted like a little piece of shit two years yep. ago. Yep. Is it over though? Will this seal the deal? No more to no more to talk. It's over, right? This, uh, to me, this put closures. This puts closure on. I agree on that. The, there. When when they go to the Super Bowl, and if they win it, which I think is a very big if. No, I'm not saying they'll win it, but, I mean, T.O.'s in a much better situation now. He's getting paid his money that he right. wasn't going to oh, get yeah. here anyway. It's it's almost like when he sees Jeffrey Lurie and he sees Andy Reid, he's like, ha, I told you so. I can do whatever I want. Fuck you. Yeah. 
I can I can do sit ups in my uh, driveway and everybody's gonna dig it. I don't know. To me, this is it for Tio. I'll think about it one well, more time. Well, is Tio not going to be on the front page of the Inquirer anymore on the sports section? I mean, I'm so sick of it. Maybe he sells papers, though. Yeah, it's possible. I, I, I know you bought it for it. Stock quotes. <laughs> Porn quotes. All right, <laughs> yeah, Dave. Thursday, excitement videos, four for 10 bucks. There you go. You, see, you can't beat that. You Dave, can't. Right next to the Daydreams ad. Yes. Dave? 31-17 Cowboys. You money? I'm going to go uh, 42-24 Cowboys. Dave, I am going to go with 31-17 Cowboys. That's exactly what I was going to say. Just and I'm not going to deviate away because you you and I think alike. Do you right I don't here, know baby. how, but we are. No doubt. I thought I was going to be like 10-6 Cowboys. <laughs> you always under- yeah, you never know. <laughs> weather, though, weather permitting. Weather permitting this high score, but I do think Tony Romo is going to teach us all a lesson on Sunday. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to say about the birds? I mean, it's just... <laughs> you know, I, I, I do. I, I want to talk about the birds because I, I could talk about the birds forever. I mean, it's a shame. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sure nobody wants to listen to We'll be to back. That. Okay, yeah. yeah. You want to do a dissertation? Whatever you want to, get, whatever you want to yeah. tell us, man. The e-money monologue. <laughs> just like the vagina monologue. E-money, what do you want to say about the birds? Well, I'm all confused now. I don't know what's going on with these uh, off-Broadway shows that he talks about, that he goes to. The Eagles really need to evaluate what's going on in their squad. Oh, Jesus Christ. Captain Obvious just landed. That's all I have for <laughs> Terrific. Oh, all right. Let's put We're it, not doing 20 minutes of that. Yeah, but that was it. it. That's all I wanted to do. At the end of that. I, tried to make it, I tried to make funnies around here, but it doesn't seem to work because everybody's a little all serious. All right. Let's move on. Eagles lose. I'm going to cross that off. I've been waiting to cross that off on my list all night. Sixers win four in a row. I implore the Philadelphia 76ers to stop winning basketball games. You need draft picks. You need the the monster player. Winning basketball games is not going to get you that player. Stop winning basketball games. It's very important to stop winning basketball games. When the Eagles played the Patriots, we were talking about effort. Hey, they had a real good effort. Well, that's the same time the Sixers played the Celtics. Had a good game, but they got their ass handed to him by the end. 113-103, I think it was. And then by the end, after that, I mean, they got to play the Knicks twice. Yeah, they got destroyed. They, yeah, they killed the Which Knicks. Which brings me to, I want to make it, you mentioned the Knicks, I want to ask you a quick question. And E-Money, please feel free to chime in as well. When you say the worst franchise in sports today, I think of two teams. I think of Atlanta Falcons, and I think of the New York Knicks. So, I was driving to work the other day, and I was hearing a story, and I heard the story that the fans were getting on Isaiah Thomas so bad that he turned to them and said, this team is missing layups. Because they were like, your team misses layups. Ah, I'm laughing at him. The team is missing layups because you are not supporting them. Because you're booing them. And he, that's a direct, he, didn't, he didn't say that. That's a direct quote. Are you serious? I swear, I swear to Christ. That's exactly what he said. I swear to you. <laughs> because, you're not, because of lack of support, that's why we miss layups. No, that's when I said they're the worst dismal franchise in the history of my you know if, existence today. Because Johnny Smith says it. It's, their, it's Johnny Smith's fault, the guy up in the, yeah, in the cheap yeah. sheets. Right. If it's These multi-millionaires. Booing, yeah. You know what? The Sixers would win at least 41 games a year because when the other team would come in, they would get booed all the time. I mean, where's his brain? And where it, is his brain? And his pecker. Yeah. That's why he's getting in trouble That's why all the, the $12 million yeah. lawsuit that was... so. Because he's sexual harassment suit. And that's another thing with... I I can't believe that the owners of Madison Square Garden, which is the Cablevision family, I believe, 
and MSG and so forth. These people have so much money coming in, and God bless them. They make terrific financial deals. But how the hell does Isaiah Thomas get a vote of confidence every time he's every time this team has to shell out money for a lawsuit or a poor selections or a Stephon Marbury argument? How does he always get a vote of confidence? What does Isaiah Thomas have to to bring this about? You know what it probably is when he comes in for the meeting and he throws his hand up. He swings his dick around. Well, no, he has that big goddamn. NBA championship, yeah. multiple championships, back to back Detroit championships. Yeah. But right, I think they see that and they go. Do you really think that's what it is? It has no, to be. Yeah, yeah. I don't great think, players aren't necessarily great coaches. I don't think these business people yeah. are thinking about championships. Yeah. I think they're just thinking about we defend our guy because he's our guy, and that's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. I don't. I well, Dave, you got to give me some kind of reason why he. Well, you know, good. you can defend your guy and maybe keep it till the end of the season and drop them. Well, you may not want to do it in the mid-season because of sexual harassment cases that were settled out of court. No matter what the uh, the money was or anything like that, I you know you can't just say, all right, this is what happened, so you're out of here. Right. No, but the bottom line is he's losing games. That's the bottom line. Yeah, but when he turns to fans and says, it's your fault, That's we ridiculous. suck. I didn't even know about that. That's a quote, boys. That's a quote. I wish I could have saw that. Oh, I would have. I, 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 I just would have I, peed myself. No, no I would have. You, you there's no response to that. Your mouth is trash. It's like, you, are you kidding me? The fan. They made it. The fan, <laughs> the fan walks into Madison Square Garden to watch the next game, and those tickets ain't cheap by any stretch of imagination, and watches that product on the court and says to himself, I paid $75 for this ticket. Those men are making money to be here. They miss layups, so I'm going to get on the coach about it, New York style. And don't get me wrong, I'm not a New York. New Yorkers are New Yorkers. Right. Don't they smell or something? But, Most of them But do. it's the same reaction a Philly fan would have. I'm going to get on them New York style, and this little five foot nothing, 100 nothing guy is going to turn around to me and go, we're missing layups because you won't support us. Yep. Good night. Good night on that. I mean, I, I wish I could turn this whole thing off right now because I'm sure anybody listening to this – who just heard this for the first time, their mouth must be agape. I tell you what, I was over here. I didn't even know about that. Remember, you don't boo until after they're missing. Once they start sucking, that's when you're booing all the time. You're and, wearing the bag over the head. But the coach never – you don't address the crowd. No, you don't turn around. You don't turn your back on your own team that you're coaching. No, it wasn't during the game. It was afterwards. Even in a press conference, yeah, you don't say you, – you thank the fans for coming. Hey, we had our – you know, the twelfth man or this you know, the sixth player or whatever game you might be playing. That's why we won because of the support. You never or the support. You never say we lost because of the lack of the support. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The worst franchise in North America. Well, you guys are the worst hecklers, so this is why we're losing. Yeah. Yeah. You guys didn't buy enough popcorn tonight, so you, you guys behind the net aren't putting up your white flappy. Yeah. Yeah. We need more of that to yeah. distract the other team. They're Houston, getting too well. Houston Rockets have that. We don't have that. Yeah. What the hell? The people on the floor, are, you got to put your foot out so you can trip these players. That's All what right. we need. All right, enough boys. of the next. <laughs> you know what? It's a we're forty-four minutes into recording of the show. Ooh, that's pretty good. Well, I, I think it's appropriate that the forty-four goes on with the e-money line Ooh. as he was four for four money, money, money. Money, money, money. Money.
last week. Thank you very much, gentlemen. That is unprecedented. Although right you only put three picks up on the forum, so I, don't I know. know how, but what we talked about. You know what I think he did, Dave? I think he won three and then picked another winner and he said I was. Four he four. was actually two for two. And me and you were each one for one. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. It's a, it was a collective effort last week. Go. I think the problem with that, Dave, is that you and I didn't make any actual dollars last week, and no. money obviously did. Yes. All right, it's time. It's time for the money line. Yes, yes, yes. Well, thank you guys for the clap. I, it was a really good week we for me. Did we clap yet? Clap again. We Cla- clapped earlier. Oh, you clapped earlier. Clap again. Four for four is no freaking joke. Let's go with it. But it's on the week 15. Oh. So, 15? Do you pull 15. the reins back? Well, you start looking to see. But the prob- I pull the reins back. But, but the problem is right now, the NFC is so screwed up right now that everybody's trying to win games. So it's not like people are t- pulling um, players off to the sidelines. There's none of that. Even the New England Patriots, you're not going to see that. And they're, they're 14 and 0. Because the Patriots are winning, the Colts have to win and for the Colts to get it. Exactly. Just so, at least one kind of buy or first round pick or first uh, game at home. This is a uh, a year that is kind of crazy because of the uh, the schedules, and it's crazy because of their record. The records are six and you know you got six and sevens everywhere, seven and sixes. It's it's kind of hard. So they're always going to keep all their their main players in, and uh, let's take advantage of it. Well, let's 15. take advantage. Of it. I was going to say with Indy and Pittsburgh. They one of those teams have to yeah. be number two, and they two. have to they have to go balls to the wall. And you want to be number two because you don't have to play the Patriots until the final AFC game, right? And that's know? a championship game, and anything can happen any given Sunday. E money, it give me number one pick. Number one pick is Giants minus four and a half Redskins at the Giants. Ooh, it's a shame that the Eagles lost to the Giants. It is a shame. I mean, it was it's tough. We talked shame. about it. Hey. But now, with the G-Men playing the Redskins at home... And Don't, the, I will never allow you to say G-Men down in this basement again. I'm <laughs> about to buy you a Giants hat. Only people with Giants hats are allowed to say G-Men. And now with the pussies playing the Redskins... <laughs> Good work. Good work. At home, Washington having the backup quarterback. It's going to be a long day for the Skins. Totally. Uh, it looks like... Um, Can't it? read your own handwriting over there. Oh yeah, sorry. I was confused because I have two. I have both Mannings on my pick, so I'm like, "What the hell?" So it's kind of crazy. When Peyton goes against the, <laughs> exactly. But I'm sorry. Let's start here. It looks like Manning will ha- will be able to be a little more comfortable in the pocket this week. I mean, last week he was stressing out. I mean, he missed those two with Shockey. With in yeah. the, it was. It looked to me like Shockey was going to tr- try to take his head off. I thought he was going to rip his throat out. <laughs> That's why he gave the. Yeah, my bad. Sorry. What, strong side blitz. I wonder what he's thinking about all this because they're just sneaking in there. The Giants but they're are winning. Sneaking. They're winning they're, games. They're in there. Yeah, they're in there. There's no doubt, and they're going to be winning this week as well. The skin secondary has a lot of problems. They have a lot of um, you know injuries, things like that. And uh, it's time for New York to take advantage of it, and they will because they're going to win another game at home. And um, Todd Collins, he's going to get a lot of pressure this week. Oh yes, a lot of pressure. And uh, that's my number one pick. All right. So what's that? Giants minus four and a half. That's all the line is. That's all it is. At home against the Redskins with their backup Backup quarterback. Quarterback. It's about right. Because uh, Brandon Jacobs is having problems with his. uh, 
with his groin or hamstring. Yeah, but they still have Ruben Drones. I mean, yeah. it's not a bad running back there. All right. Let's go. E-Money number two. Number two, Indianapolis, minus 10.5, Oakland, at Oakland. With the Raiders losing Sunday to Green Bay, they are officially out of playoff contention. And we know all about that. But they didn't just lose, right? They lost. 38-7. to seven, was, They lost. That was terrible. Oh, my God. Making Green Bay look even better. <laughs> uh, the Colts are on the... On the other hand, they're looking amazing. I mean, they did a really good job. They knew they blew out the Ravens. I don't know what I forget what the score was on that. And how bad did the? And I'm sorry to just keep putting these little pepper in these rooms. No, go ahead. This is what it's all about. How bad did that Ravens team just mail it in? And it, that that defense didn't even want to play football. That's not an NFL defense to get up one week for a team that you want to beat so bad, right. get so emotionally charged, and then a team that you still you still want to win football games, give your team a chance, and then just mail it in like that. The Colts were doing anything they wanted on that field. I know. They were, they really were, Dave. And that's the thing with a team like the Ravens. You knew they weren't going to come well, out to play. What? That's a Brian Billick team, though. Oh, well, he's I'm back ne- next year, too. Yep. Can you believe yeah, that? I believe it. He's going to have McNabb down there. More gangster-style right. bullshit. It's just garbage. Well, remember what's called uh, when we did our fantasy? Danny Hill said the Ravens are going to suck this year. He, he did say that. For he did say that. I think he called them 3-13, and 13, I think he said. Oh, good for him. But man. I don't know. But go ahead. But the key to this game is a person. One person. Joseph Adai. Jamarcus Russell. Oh. He is playing this week. You sure about that? Yes. Interesting. The coach said he will be playing this Josh week. Josh McCown is starting, though. Yes, he won't be starting, but right. he'll be playing. So he'll be getting thrown in there. And look for him to stink it on up. <laughs> because that's what you do. That's what happens, you know. You get thrown in the first game. Try to read a defense. And I'm not even going to discuss the positives of the the Colts. I mean, Everybody we all know what they are. Yeah. I think we already did it just now. I mean, they're unbelievable. Um, but it's all about a new era with Oakland. And new eras usually don't start off good. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so called uh, the dark ages. Exactly. So um, if Jamarcus Russell's playing, which he is, I like Indy just to hand it to him. Win by three. Wouldn't buy two touchdowns. That's okay. So, ten and a half with the Colts. I ten and a half like with the that. Colts. All right. All right. That's number two. You want like to give us number three, the reach around. Now, the number three is a is a, a reach around in all sense of the word. <laughs> okay? I mean, this is like a, a major reach around for me because – but I like it. I got a hunch about this. This is something for me. Hey, anybody goes four for four. I like your hunches. Cleveland minus five and a half the Bills at Cleveland. It's going to be a great game. This is going to be an absolutely great game to watch. I hope it's on TV, which I'm sure it won't be, unless no. you're at, unless you're at the Rover and they have the the, the ticket. Yeah. That's the Irish Rover on Route One in Pendell, PA. Lovely Pendell. <laughs> the score is going to be close, and that's why I have to go with the Bills. Ooh. Five and a half, I think it's going to be a three point game, so I'm going to have to go with the Bills on this. The Bills are playing well, and it's because of starting with the running back that uh, rookie, Mashawn Lynch. Mashawn Lynch, yes, sir. He's doing really well. Cleveland's running game is absolutely horrible. Averaging, allowing 131, 32 yards a game on the ground. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. But that's always been their Cleveland's problem all year. Right. And then they have to air it out all the time. And they have no problem doing that. Of course. Um, another thing, another positive aspect with the Bills is that Trent Edwards, that another rookie, and the the threats that he has to throw to, and I'm going to name them right now, 
Lee Evans, Josh Reed, Roscoe oh, Parrish, which I love, by the way, and Robert Royal. And don't forget about Michael Gaines. He's my favorite guy because of his name, because his name's Gaines, because he gains yards. Got over 40 receptions for the year, doing really wow. good. Wow, 40? Yeah, 40. He's gaining yards. And he's gaining, boy. He's gaining. So uh, that's my reach around. I like the Bills winning or losing, but I don't think five and a half is a too large of a number for that, even though Cleveland is at home. It's going to be a close game. Yeah. Edwards just threw four touchdowns last week. Yep. Cincinnati lets up touchdowns in the air. Yes, they do. So I Should don't be think. a good game. Yeah. So that's my uh, reach around. Awesome. 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 And they're my picks for the week. So good let's luck, recap, Ev. You have uh, the Giants over Washington, Indianapolis over Oakland, and the Bills over Cleveland. And the Bills are an underdog in that one. Yes, they are. Excellent. Excellent. That's good luck to you, E-Money. I know it's hard to pick these ones where. You know, you're having a lot of teams that aren't, don't really have a lot to play for, but you know what? It's pride time. And- I'll tell you what, gentlemen, it, it is winding down of the betting season. Next week is pretty much – this is probably the last, last week, week you want to do anything. Uh, then These next couple weeks – going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I agree. All right, Dave, parting shots, fire first. Um, when we're talking about the Mitchell Report – as we know, Marion Jones also got in trouble with the drugs. Right. The IOC said, you know what? Anything you did, no longer acceptable here. You're not in the, the record books. All your gold medals are gone. I agree with that. You cheat, you don't deserve anything. That seems like a European philosophy of you're done and you're done. Yeah. So I don't know if that would fly here, though. It's, well, it's definitely not. Mitchell's saying, hey, listen, they cheated, but don't do anything. I think everybody's got to jump on board. Either you say, hey, it's legal, and you let it go, or if it's illegal, you got to make sure you keep it out of the game. So that's maybe I like the European way. You, you cheat, you're done. I think MLB, I think. A hard stance. Yeah. Not okay. just in Major League Baseball. Football. Hockey, hockey, you don't hear that much in it. That's The other day, it was kind of funny. I was reading a quote, and they were talking about it, saying, how come you really don't hear about the drugs? And I think it was Scotty Upshaw. He said, like, uh. Well, it's more about speed. You're not really about size. Then he goes, but the players are more honest. Oh, Jesus like, Christ. What? <laughs> hey, it's more That's honest. ridiculous. Yeah, and I'm like, that's the craziest thing I ever heard. <laughs> I thought it was interesting that yeah. uh, as soon as the report came out, Tiger Woods got on the radio and said, test me tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah. He, Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. It's just, it's, it, he bulks himself up so people think he's on steroids. And I think he wants to take that totally out of consideration. Right. Because how dare he fuck with what he's got going right. on? He's going to go down in the history of the as the world's best golfer in the like in the history of time. So you don't want to go put an asterisk on that at all. Right. So if he is ever done anything, he better. Oh, I'm sure he hasn't. So let's move. But on that's from all there. I'm saying. Ed, if they're going to try to ban it, they better enforce it strictly and say, "You cheat, you don't play." I'm none of this. Hey, we'll wipe it on the rug and don't worry about it. I hope they can get this everything settled out here. Right on. Well said. You money? Uh, yeah, I want to talk. I want to say on the um, the baseball tip as well, and I want to talk about the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, they're not doing things that they need to be doing, in my point of view. I don't think that they're making moves in the off season. I realize it's early. I realize gonna, it's going to take some time to do what they have to do. But winter meetings wasn't good enough. Right now, they're losing a couple players, and that 
that leaves more holes. Um, I, I can only hope that the Phillies realize what they're doing and the money's there to make a squad because you probably have the two best shortstop, second baseman pair in the National League right now. And let's let's compliment them. And don't that's what I want to say. first baseman, too. And don't, yeah, don't forget, let's, let's not do it. Exactly. And uh, I, I thank you for that because I'm not, I'm not forgetting him. And let's not lose this window because the window is closing. There's no doubt about that. Let's, let's make something happen, please, because it's right there. It's right there. True. All right. And uh, I'm going to end this with Imani. I'm going to give you some serious props, not with your betting, but I want to give you congratulations that you are in the division championship in our fantasy league. So I'm going to run down for anybody out there in fantasy who E-Money and I are playing and who we have on our roster, who got us to the dance and who we're dancing with. Uh, we're the only team this year to have double-digit wins. Beautiful. I said that last week. So um, here we go. I'm going to run it down. This is who we're playing, the fun-loving criminals. He's got Tom Brady, Fred Jackson, Rudy Johnson, Bobby Ingram, Andre Johnson, Santana Moss, Neil Rackers, and the Packers defense. Formidable opponent, and Andre Johnson's got him 14 points tonight so far. Oh, wow. Did he score? With Yes, he did. Four-yard touchdown. Um, Houston is winning 31-13 with 3.20 left in the fourth quarter. That's who we're going against. So let's break it down as if we were doing the baseball lineup. That is Brady, Jackson, Johnson, Ingram, Johnson, Andre style, Moss, Rackers, Packers. And Moss is the Santana Santana Moss for the Washington Redskins. Okay, this is who E-Money and I have just taken all the way as far as we can. Matt Hasselbeck, Joseph Adai, Adrian Peterson, the good one, rookie. D-Wayne Bowe, another rookie. Donald Driver, no touchdowns. I mean, well, I can't say he doesn't have any, but he doesn't have many. Especially the weeks you play him. Yeah, no kidding. Braylon Edwards, who has just been terrific this year. Pro Bowl. Robbie Gould, who is somebody we picked up late, who is a terrific kicker if you're out there in fantasy. And the Colts defense. So that is back to you. Hasselback, Adai, Peterson, Bo, Donald Driver. Braylon Edwards, Gould, and the Colts. Dave, what do you think? Uh, you've been playing fantasy for a while. I Who think, do you think's going to happen? What do you think's going to happen with this game? I think you guys should win, but his big thing is Brady. That's the only thing you have Brady to worry about. Brady can throw four fives. He can throw six yeah, Eight TDs. He can break a record this week. Right. So, but yeah, I think you guys are going to win. I think you guys should go to the our Super Bowl. I wish you guys the best of luck. Oh, thank, thank you very, very much. much. Anybody who has any opinion on that, feel free to hit up the Philly Forum. Philly. Yeah, well, I would like to see out there who uh, who you think is going to win, what everybody out there thinks they're going to win. phillysportscast.com backslash Philly Forum. Backslash Philly Forum. That's what we call Dave now. Backslash. <laughs> All right, that's it, boys. Good, Good night. night. Good night.